man, what a difference the week makes, right? I mean, so many things have changed in just one week. I mean, last week, I remember my kids still thinking, hey, the school will start in mid-April. So it's just like a nice little break for them. But now we found out that, you know, the school year is going to be all online till the rest of the year. So, you know, no more playing with friends, no more baseball practice for sure. Uh, no more music lessons, at least physically. We're trying to do it online. I mean, it's difficult, but, you know, we're definitely having to adjust really quick within the past week. It ha so many things happen. And as, as we look around the world today, I mean, week makes a big difference. You know, even a month ago, this thing about coronavirus was something of like a distant land. I mean, we didn't really think about it. We didn't even, you know, I definitely not worry about it. But look what's happened now. And it's just only a matter of several weeks. Hey, today, you know, we're, we're looking at so many uh, churches and work and school. We have to adopt this new way of doing things. And even our Easter celebration next week, which we're hoping to have this big celebration as a church with the new name, with just the new branding. and everything. Now it's all online. We can't do that. We're going to do the best we can to celebrate online. And it's going to be great, but it is we have to adjust. And that means today is Palm Sunday, which is the week before Easter. And we're going to be talking about that, you know, about these branches of this palm tree. And when people, that Palm Sunday is when people celebrated the coming of King, that He is here. Jesus entered Jerusalem, their Messiah, their King is here. They celebrated waving these branches. But what a difference a week makes. You know, because one week later, so many of them lost hope in Jesus. Is that, no, that's never my, that's not my king. And they end up crucifying Jesus. Only a matter of a week, even a less than a week, it changed so dramatically. Today, we got to recapture the celebration of King Jesus in our hearts, the triumph entry that Jesus made into our lives, into Jerusalem. And we're going to celebrate we're going to turn back time and revisit that. Hey, we're going to be talking about these branches. What does this mean? Why is this so important in our lives today, especially today when there are uncertainties in the world? And we're going to be talking about these branches. It represents victory. All right, so we just finished our, our study in the book of Luke. We, we spent a, almost over a year, actually, looking through all the, all the accounts of Luke. And we went through the crucifixion story. We looked at the Easter resurrection morning story two, two weeks in a row this past few weeks. Let's turn back a little more time. And we're going to look at the day about the Palm Sunday where it was a week before the Jesus resurrection. We want to look at uh, John, the Gospel of John's version of this Palm Sunday. So wherever you are, if you could open your Bibles to John chapter 12. And then it's going to be on the screen as well. But if you can... Uh, open up the Bible and read it with me. I'm going to read from verse 12. So John 12, 12 through verse 15. And whatever the version you may have, do it out loud if you want, or just listen in, whichever works. But let's tune in or let's really look at the Word of God this morning. So I invite you to uh, hear the Word of the Lord this morning. John 12, 12. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on His way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! 
Blessed is who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. And it is as it is written, do not be afraid. Daughter Zion, see your king is coming seated on a donkey's colt. So Jesus on this donkey entered into Jerusalem. These Jewish people that lived in Jerusalem, they realized, hey, this is a sign of the coming Messiah. Their king has finally arrived, the, the most anticipated moment of their lives. Because you know what? When they heard, when they saw the donkey and Jesus sitting on it, they immediately, that is the word of the prophet Zechariah. And that is found in uh, Zechariah 9, 9. I'm going to read uh, for you. It says, Rejoice, O people of Zion, shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. So obviously their mind focused on Jesus on the donkey. Now this is the victory. This is the king. This is the time this country will be redeemed. And we're going to be out away from the uh, the oppression of Rome, which they were in. And we're going to be victorious because this is our leader, the king that was going to, that's going to deliver us. So, so they took out the branches. They grabbed the palm branches from, from the tree because it wasn't ready, you know, because they were like, whoa, we got to do it. So I took this this from the, this morning from my house. Uh, you know, I took it down just like them, you know, because I needed to bring this and I needed to show this to you. So, but they did exactly that. And they, some of them waved and then some of them laid it down on the ground for Jesus to walk on or the donkey to walk on. Some of them took their garments and then laid down to welcome in the coming king of Israel. It's, a, it's quite a scene right there. And then, so, but now you may wonder why these palm branches, right? Why? why? Well, these were regarded as a token of joy and triumph were customarily used in festival occasions. I mean, Jewish people, they did a lot of celebration. There's festivals and especially the Festival of Tabernacle. It usually happened in October, November time. And they would take the branches and they would wave and they would just celebrate with, because that means God is alive. He is victorious. The triumph of God is represented in the branches. But this wasn't October, November. It was in the springtime. And, and now... They didn't have it ready. So they, that's why they grabbed it from the tree as Jesus came on the donkey. And then this, back then, kings and conquerors were welcomed with palm branches being spread out into the, on the ground and then be waving the air. Because this is a symbol of victory. A king deserves a victory. And that's why it's represented in the palm branches. So they, they took these branches, welcomed in Jesus, and they shouted Hosanna, which means God save us now, which was their declaration. That was, it was their praise to God saying, hey, you have come and will save us now. And this, what, it, what they're really saying is be my king, Jesus. That was their declaration. However, as you may recall, the situation changed so quickly. It went south really, really quick. Less than a week. Their idea of who Jesus ought to be as king 
it was not fulfilled. Their image of what a king should be, this military leader who would go against Rome and just, just beat them down, take over Rome. Hey, they're being, they're being taken over by Rome. Now it is our turn to take over Rome. And it was supposed to be the king, Jesus, who would lead the way, but that didn't happen. What happened was Jesus was put on trial. People were mocking him and then they began to lose their hope. That's not our king. Forget him. And then that began turning into anger, turn into frustration. And what did they say? It says, crucify him. Go ahead. That's not, that's not our king. How, how this situation changed so quickly is mind-boggling. Just in a matter of a week. But as you know today, a week makes a big difference in how we feel, how we have our hopes, the situation that we see and it develops and the changes that we have to go through. I mean, in less than a week, our lives, most of our lives have changed dramatically. And that's exactly what took place. You know, the problem is the same back then and today. People often have the selective or the self-centered view of who God must be or the understanding of Jesus is often very self-centered. And this is what Jesus, if he is God and he's supposed to be this, and when that expectation is not met, we are quick to judge. We are quick to say, hey, that's not our God. You know, we get so excited about about victory and triumph. As, as they read the Zechariah story or the, the, pro, the words of the prophet, they, they got really excited. Hey, he's the righteous, victorious one. And they completely forgot the fact that Jesus came on a donkey. And it says it's a humble one. You know, it was very selective. And they only were focused on the things that made them feel well. And that, that they thought because of that victory, because of the righteous, we're going to be taking over Rome. But it says, he's a humble God who comes on a donkey. He's a humble God who teaches us to love and serve others. And the reason why Jesus came was not to conquer Rome with military might. Even though he has all the power in the world, he could do that. But, and that's exactly what people wanted. But Jesus was determined to conquer something more, something even bigger, bigger than Rome. How could that be? Because Rome was the biggest force in the world of all history. But Jesus wasn't about overcoming Rome. He was about overcoming and conquering sin. And, and you know, he was more interested in giving them a victory over sin. Therefore, he had to die to carry the sin on his shoulders and die on the cross so that they could conquer sin altogether. And that's what Jesus was offering. And therefore, he had to be this humble king who went on the cross and died. And now, because of that, when because sin is conquered, because he resurrected from the dead, so which means sin is conquered and sin is conquered, death is conquered. And this death is the biggest enemy of human kind and in, in, in the in the root of all worries the root of all fears is death and jesus gives victory over that today there are many people in this world who had this expectation of who jesus 
is. He is the king. Maybe there are people who say, hey, why isn't Jesus? Why, if he's God, if he's the healer, if he's the, if he's the savior, what is this coronavirus? Why is this so crazy? Why is there no end to this? What is going on, God? And maybe you've given up on God. Maybe you, you've been challenged and just could not see God working in the midst of all the chaos and all the news that you hear. Or, or maybe at, at least your faith has been challenged. If that is the case, that we need to turn back time. We need to go back in time. Not just that week or a month before where coronavirus was a non-issue. I'm not talking about going back in time in that way. I'm talking about us going to the point of time where you experienced Jesus' victory, that he gave you that victory. Maybe it was a time where you experienced miraculous healing from an illness, from an injury, from a disease. Maybe there was a time where you experienced Jesus so close in your life that you're like, this is my king. He gave me victory over my situation. He is my Lord. It, maybe it was a spiritual breakthrough. Maybe it was a financial breakthrough that you had in the past and you felt God so close. He loves me and he's with me. I'm talking about that time where you said, you're my king. You're waving the palm branch and say, hey, you are my Lord. And you welcome into your heart and you felt the victory right inside your soul. That's where we need to come back to. And maybe for some of you, that day is today where you said, Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, I need you to be my king. You're my savior. I trust in you. Maybe that is your day today. But you know, that victory that you experienced with Jesus through different types of breakthroughs, different types of miraculous interventions, that isn't just to give you that victory that day. It is to give you victory for such time as this, where you are uncertain, when you, it's hard to be you know, feeling that victory so that you can remember that he is still victorious. Remember that day where you thought there was no doubt in my, your mind that he is God, he is king, he is victorious. Well, that took place so that today you could feel that victory still. Because even though our flesh may fail, even though we feel distant, even from God, even though we feel like our world is ending, Jesus is still reigning supreme as our King. We need to be recapturing that branch, this, this palm branch that represents victory. We, we need to do that again today because this is still a sign of victory, eternal peace with God because Jesus died for your sin, for my sin so that we don't have to look at death and be beaten up by it or to be, over, to be conquered by death. No, he has conquered death because he conquered your sin. Amen, church. Come on, I can't hear you. Just scream out amen right there. Come on, this is Jesus. He is victorious and our branches need to be in our hands being waved or being laid down so that he could bring on that victory in your life today. So let Jesus be your king. We need to be shouting out Hosanna, right? Hosanna, Hosanna on the, to the highest. Be victorious, be glorified. Which means God 
save us now. Isn't that what we need today? For God to save us now, that this world now, that's what we must be shouting out, Hosanna. In that name, that word Hosanna has a special ring in my life. It has a special meaning in my life because that's the name of my wife, Hosanna. You know, the other day, just this week, we, we, she had a birthday. You know, even though we couldn't go out and, and celebrate at our favorite restaurant or anything like that, you know, it was kind of cool. But if you get the chance, maybe you could say a shout out to Hosanna or just say happy birthday to her. Uh, but, you know, 30 some years ago, I won't say the exact date, but her father, when he named her Hosanna, he's a pastor in Japan, Pastor Anjiki. Uh, some of you met him. Hey, he had a vision when he named her Hosanna. Because in Japan, this is a country where 99.7%, they're not Christians. They don't know who God is in the Bible. But he had a vision wherever she go and whenever people call her name in school, in her work, or wherever it is, unintentionally, they were calling out to God. He is God, save me today. You know, that was his vision. Maybe they didn't know at first. But he was hoping, his vision was that one day that Hosanna could be a real Hosanna from the bottom of their hearts. So whenever people call her name. So that's why I encourage you to call my wife's name and say hello to her. Because when you say Hosanna, that is saying, hey God, save me now. I need you in my life. You're my king. Isn't that the declaration that the world needs today? Isn't that, isn't, you know, a vision that Pastor Anjiki had? You know, when people shouting out Hosanna, that, that is the vision of this world right now. That's what I have. That's what I hope you have. The people in this world waving the branches, laying themselves, laying their, their garments on the ground, says, hey, and humbling themselves and God, Jesus, would you enter into my life? Because he is our salvation. But before... We could dream and hope about that and it's about this world. We need to be declaring that today. Is that your declaration today? Hosanna, God save me. Now, today, you are my king. So next Sunday, we're going to be celebrating Easter. Before that, join us on Good Friday service. But Easter, we're going to be looking at this theme. Jesus is king. He is the king above all. And is he the king of your life right now? Is he sitting at the throne of your hearts, being the ruler, being the conqueror of sin and death? Because we absolutely need that. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about next Sunday. So I do hope that as you go out and think about, not go out into the, the public, because you can't do that right now, but wherever that may be, through social media, through phone call, through different ways that you can, how are you going to be shouting out Hosanna and sharing that message with the world? In that, I invite you and I challenge you and I encourage you to invite people to that Easter service. Hey, watch this with me. Just click on this and give them the link and then watch it together and just talk about it afterwards. What do you think about that Easter message? What do you think about Jesus being the king of your life? Because today there's so many in our lives, more than ever before, that is seeking that truth, seeking that hope. Because this world is not giving them that hope. But in Christ, there is hope. Hope eternal. Peace eternal. Joy eternal. Let us be saying Hosanna today. All right. Let us pray right now. I want you to pray with me. 
I want you to be praying out loud with me. Wherever, you know, you, you, could, you could hear me pray or you could say your prayer, whatever it is. Let's spend time right now in prayer. In fact, right now, let's spend a minute or so in your own words. Just, just pray and shout out to God. Say Hosanna to the highest, whatever it is. Make your declaration with God right now, in, right there in your living room. Or maybe you're watching this from a car. Just make that be a sanctuary proclaiming who God is in your life today. So let us pray right now and then I'll be closing our time in prayer. All right. Jesus. Jesus. God, on that day, People shout out Hosanna only a week later for them to betray Jesus and crucified. Even though we experienced similar things, even though when we, when we said, I put my trust in you, I, you are my savior. There are times in our lives, especially these days when, when things are hard and tough and challenging, we say, you know, are you still there? Are you still victorious? We wondered or we doubted and we come to you with repentance. We want to reclaim that Hosanna back in our lives. We're shouting out your name, the highest, and waving those palm branches resembling your victory over our lives, your victory over sin and death. That is what we claim right now. Proclaim that as our declaration, Hosanna, and bring the palm branches back into our lives, waving and accepting you and, and, and inviting you into our hearts and our lives. I especially pray right now for those who are in need of that assurance, of need of that, that assurance of eternal life. I pray that may their declaration be Hosanna. We need you, you to be my king. So God, I pray with those watching this throughout the world, throughout uh, wherever they may be, may this be our declaration today. Hosanna on the high, to the highest, you are my king my life would you have your way in us and this week may we have the eyes of jesus may we be the hands of jesus even though we can't be certain places physically may we reach out into the world and, and share this hope especially in light of good friday and easter coming up this week may we be attentive to those who we are called to serve those who we are called to reach out to may we share our hope in you jesus together with the world today we are better together so we are thankful that you are with us. Help us to rise above this situation, above our sin, above death, and into your hands. We thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So as always, um, the weekly challenge is here. Um, so it's, it's on the screen, but it is also on, uh, you could find that um, on uh, our uh our website on our, uh, our sermon page, but uh, just keep this with you. And then just, just be, uh, just thinking about this, okay? So there's three parts to this, the know, grow, and overflow. Knowing, what, read that passage of John again in the Zechariah passage. What does that teach you about who Jesus is and how does that impact your way to serve and love others? And then the grow, hey, this is cool. Psalm 118, it is called a uh, hallelujah psalm. It is, it is, it is these, this psalm that these Jewish families during the festival time, they read together as family. Hey, as their prayer. 
I ask you that because we know that that song is completed through Jesus Christ, may that be your prayer. It's a powerful song, a powerful prayer that we need to be praying this week, this holy week leading up to Easter, Good Friday and Easter. Let that song be a prayer of your life. And then I want you to share that with somebody that is dear to your heart. Ask God who to share this psalm with. Whoever God shows you and your heart placed that on you, share Psalm 118. It's super easy. Just go to the Bible app and just, just share that passage. Share that, that entire psalm. It could be a life-changing experience. So now, overflow. Let us share the hope of Easter to everybody, to as many people on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you may be able to share, just share that. And then invite them to join us April 12th at 11 a.m., online Easter service. And there's going to be some activities for kids. So, hey, uh, check our website during the week and it'll be there. Uh, it'll be fun, all right? So let us celebrate. But please know that Jesus still reigns supreme as our King of our lives. Amen. All right, God bless you all. And I'll see you back on Friday at 7 p.m. and then on Easter morning, 11 a.m. All right, take care. God bless you.